Hi, we're four moms living in Silicon Valley. We all landed here from four different places. Candice from Philadelphia. Jasmine from San Diego. Tamara from Toronto. And Kim from Atlanta. New motherhood can be scary, but beautiful and really overwhelming. So it's nice to have the right people in your corner cheering you on. We found each other and now we want to share with you. Welcome to MomSync. Hi, and welcome to MomSync. We are four mothers talking about motherhood, moving, all things baby, and all things pregnancy. And we're really excited because this is our first episode and we wanted to introduce ourselves to you. Hi, I'm Candice. I'm originally from New York. I moved to San Jose from Philadelphia in April 2018. Uh, 22 weeks pregnant with my first child, Cannon, that's her in the background. Uh, as an IT professional working in the healthcare industry, I was pretty used to a fast-paced and frenetic and somewhat controlled environment. And as prepared as I thought I was um, for pregnancy, um, nothing, nothing prepared me for the gut kick or the emotional roller coaster that was pregnancy. Um, also need to mention that in addition to moving across the country, uh, my husband and I had been bi-coastal for several years, so we were now combining households, which, you know, makes it difficult and challenging and navigating that as well. Um, Finally, pregnancy is, I'll wrap it up and say that pregnancy is a human condition, it's supposed to be natural and organic until it's not. Um, I did deliver my daughter uh, a couple of weeks early and we spent two weeks in the NICU, which was kind of traumatic. Um, and there is some PTSD associated with that, so probably get into that at a, l a little later on in the podcast for sure. So. Yeah, Candace, I'm right there with you. I also had an experience in the NICU as well with my daughter. This is Kim Smith Jenkins, and it's exciting to be here with you guys. I mean, we've had all of our journeys through motherhood, and we've shared it together, so this is really special to do this podcast together. And I am a new mom. I have a three-month-old named Juliet. And like you, Candace, as well, I was bi-coastal with my husband for the first year of marriage and uh, moved from Atlanta to San Jose, uh, just like everyone else who moves to Silicon Valley for the tech life. So my husband moved out here, and then I joined him at, shortly after. And then I went from, you know, this woman who was on her own agenda, had her own plans in life and just, you know, doing all these things in television news. I was a reporter anchor for about 12 years and had to shift gears quickly, moved out here to Silicon Valley, worked in the news industry again, and then pivoted to the tech industry. And now I'm working at Google and it's been a crazy ride this last year and a half. I've had two jobs, moved across country, got pregnant, had a baby, and now I'm still like spinning in all of that. But it's been exciting and such a beautiful blessing um, to see just this new start to uh, motherhood. So that's where I am in my in my motherhood journey, just getting things, kicking things off and, you know, getting lots of advice from Candace, <laughs> but also meeting wonderful people like Tamara, because I actually met you because of your sister in Atlanta. And then she says, hey, my sister lives in San Jose. And then I'm like, really? So I reach out to Tamara and she's like, hey, what building are you moving into? And I tell her, and then we live in the same exact building. How small is this world? So this world is so small. And the building is where we live. 
uh, where we moved to in San Jose and Silicon Valley is what primarily brought us all together. And myself, I'm Tamara, and I was speaking at the beginning, and just to tell you a little bit more about myself, I moved here three years ago from Toronto, Canada. My husband got a job here in tech, and then I got a job as well in tech. Uh, which was a little bit difficult considering I'm Canadian, times have changed a bit and it's not as easy to get a job. So came here, wasn't working for about seven months until I got my job and got into, back into my career groove. So I've been working in retail as a retail biz whiz and a consultant for the past 15 years and also working with a lot of startups uh, doing mentorship and helping startups and incubators to you know build their dreams which works really well being here and fast forward a little bit a year later after i started working i ended up losing my work visa because of uh, immigration issues so now i can't work which actually was a blessing in disguise because we we'd wanted to start a family and and that was a, a bit of the green light for us to do it so career put on hold I'm actually about to deliver in two days, so 37 so weeks pregnant, um, waddling around like everybody probably knows so much about as far as being pregnant. But really, what has brought us all together is moving into this building, being from other places, and needing to find a new network. And also that motherhood bond kind of from the get-go and from from the start was what really was like, okay, I have to find some moms in the, the area now that I'm pregnant. And ended up meeting these lovely women. And last but not least. That's me. Um, yes, this building I think is kind of magical because um, I actually was kind of put on a blind friend date <laughs> with, with Tamara um, at our local farmer's market. Um, I moved here. This is Jasmine Pierce Sharapov. I moved here in 2013. I was here. I moved here as kind of a young-ish, 20-something year old. Um, I worked in public relations for a long time and really uh, fell out of love with that discipline. And um, perfect timing. Moved to the Bay Area and decided to try something new. So now I'm an artist of a few different varieties. So being in the Bay Area kind of feels like home and kind of feels like another planet far, far away from, you know, artist life. Um, but it's been wonderful. Uh, I've lived... <clears throat> I lived in a few different neighborhoods and finally settled on downtown San Jose. Uh, my story is a little bit windy. I was here for a while, and as we get into this episode, you will see how important it is to find a tribe. I was very lonely. It was very different for me, especially coming from Southern California and, you know, having more seasons and not knowing as many people and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I was not, at the time, thinking at all about becoming a mother. And now I am, what am I? I'm 17 weeks and six days pregnant. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so just to bring it all together, you, you know that we are all mothers. We're all at these different stages of mothers or mothers-to-be, which is really exciting. So I think we just want to share a little bit about our pregnancy and uh, motherhood journey to motherhood right now. So maybe we can, we'll take a few minutes and do that. Yeah, I mean, I can say like, I wasn't necessarily uh, planning or trying as people say. Um, we 
got pregnant back last November was when I guess I found out that I was pregnant and it was exciting because I was like in this transition phase of life I um, decided that I wanted to transition from TV news into tech and I was just getting a new job and it was like the perfect time because when I found out um, and it, like a lot of people know in the journalism industry, like you just don't have time. Like family planning is just kind of like the last thing on your mind. You're always racing against deadlines. You're working these odd hours. I was a sports journalist at the time, so I'm always out at games, lugging gear, you know, anchoring in studio, not getting home till one o'clock in the morning. And that just wasn't conducive for having a family. And so when I transitioned into tech, it was like, okay, perfect. Like I'm pregnant now and I can actually like enjoy being pregnant. And it was hard because, you know, much, most of my life, uh, my adult life was all defined by my job. And so this was like this huge transition where I'm like, oh wow, like I am taking on this new position in life as a mother, and how do I feel about that? So I had all these thoughts racing through my mind because I am a Virgo, and I try to, like, be a perfectionist sometimes and try to map everything out. And sometimes you just have to go with the flow and learn how to just adapt to life as as it comes to you. So that's what I had to do. And so I went into this new job and I had to keep it on the hush because you just I, started. Yeah, I was just starting and I didn't want it to be a distraction because, you know, sometimes as women in the, in the corporate world, you're thought of as like maybe the weaker link Not in sometimes. the group. Not sometimes. This is, yeah. it's interesting it, that you bring this up, Kim, because I feel like you said moving from uh, journalism to tech and tech allowed you to, to start thinking about a family, which is so interesting because even in journalism, it's really hard. Yeah. But there is a lot of women that would also think tech is really hard to say, it is. hey, I'm going to have a kid. It is. And it's hard to disclose that because you, you know, a lot of the big tech companies especially try to promote, you know, diversity and they try to promote, you know, family and and work-life balance. But there is a little stigma to becoming especially a new mom because you're like okay is she going to be a weaker link on the team is she going to be able to pull her weight she's always going to have to leave the you know pump or maybe even through your pregnancy journey they're thinking like you know we have to accommodate like she can't travel as much or you know all of these things that you may like be a burden to the team and maybe you know at first i thought is this all just in my head but no as i was able to you know Take, a, take the time to speak to other women around, mm-hmm. they shared that same kind of feeling. And they and yes, I had a supportive team, a supportive boss in a sense, but at the same time, you want to- That struggle you, is there. That struggle is there, and yeah. you definitely don't want to lose your place on the team because you've worked so hard to get there in the first place. So. And I know, Candace too, you have a pretty unique story in that sense as it relates to working and then having to transition oh, to motherhood. Oh, for sure. So um, I'm probably the oldest of the group, um, um, 42. Um, so when we started our journey, I actually had done a round of um, IVF or in vitro fertilization. And um, we ended up with one egg and we're just kind of relaxing and, and waiting for a moment. And then I um, was just noticing some changes and found out I was pregnant naturally. Um, so that was quite the miracle there. But um, 
just I can mirror or even think about some of the things that Kim said with respect to IT. Um, it's a constant cycle, at least for me, it was healthcare IT. And there's the constant need to upgrade and the cycles and it's never ending. And it's trying to figure out where can I get off this carousel so I can have a moment to plan for your family. And sometimes it's hard, it's very difficult to do that. Um, and especially find out where you fit and are you going to have that place and um, it's also the hours too so for me it was upgrades and you know up very early and up late night and you know constantly staying on top of the next upgrade and when are we going to finish fix that in and reviewing this and reviewing that and it's a never-ending cycle of upgrades and you know it's figuring out the time and can I leave early? Do I have the bandwidth to leave early? And, you know, when I was in Philadelphia, I had a really great team and um, I felt that I probably could have made it work um, there, but um, ultimately it was more important for my husband and I to be together and for us to be a united um, family uh, unit, not fractured. So. When I did come to San Jose, I did quit my job um, or quit in that capacity and I did a little bit of consulting for a while, um, but it was still juggling that balance of motherhood and working and making sure the work that you're doing counts for something, not only for you, but you also want to make your daughter proud of, of your efforts and, and show her an example of, of what a, a woman can be um, and what her mother can be. Yeah. Definitely. So and I struggle, I struggle with that a lot too, not working or having gone into this thinking I was going to be a career woman for life. And I still consider myself a career woman for life, but uh, having to reassess, you know, after I ended up losing my visa and then getting pregnant and being like, oh my gosh, well, I'm not working right now. I'm good. I'm not working. What kind of example is that for my child? And it, it was a real kind of like mind shift that I had to do. Um, that that was really interesting coming from the corporate world and coming from even the tech world over here and thinking I wasn't going to be a tech mom or have yeah. that job and in the end I'm so thankful that I got to experience this pregnancy journey again I'm uh, about to pop and <laughs> just to recap too the thing that really bonds all of us is the different stages we're at so we've all been able to lean on each other for different t tidbits of information as far as candace and i we're both advanced maternal age and as far as kim and jasmine these youngins over here they're not um i'm 39 i'm gonna be 40 next year so i definitely have been in that ama it's not called geriatric pregnancy anymore which is fantastic um so i'm an ama and have been very happy to lean on candace also for a lot of insight and uh, yeah, so the pregnancy journey, I just have to say, like work-wise, I've been, I've been pretty lucky to not have to go to work and fall asleep at my desk and just 100% focus on, you know, being pregnant, getting baby stuff ready, reading everything I can, um, setting up this support group and finding people to, to be here, especially because we don't have family here. And so yeah, maybe Jasmine, you can go and talk about your pregnancy journey also. Oh, my pregnancy journey feels so short. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I also um, had some reservations uh, earlier. I talked about switching 
careers. Um, and so I've been an actor and a writer for only a few years. So it was really nervous, nerve wracking to think about, okay, um, can't get on the stage with this big old belly. <laughs> and, you know, working in theater, it is a lot of late nights, long rehearsals, tech rehearsals can be like 10, 12 hours for days on end. Um, so I was really nervous, but honestly, it was just kind of one of those uh, little nagging voices that tells you that now is the time. And so I just really stepped on faith, stepped out on faith and just uh, just, you know, believed that, you know, whatever will be will be. And I'm so fortunate to be in a career where you can um, continue to improve and um, explore and uh, put yourself out there at any age. So that I feel like has been very fortunate in my case. Um, and we uh, peer pressured you a little. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were planning this, and it's funny because we kind of were like, all right, let's all be pregnant at the same time so we can all go through it together, and it just so happened. To yeah, it was like Kim was getting close to the end of her pregnancy. Tamara had just kind of let us know that she was pregnant, and here I am, like eight weeks, like, oh my God, I have to tell them, I have to tell them. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was great. And I think in the end, too, one of the things that brought us together was Canon. And yes. Candace's little one, She, we call her the mayor. Yes, she is the mayor. Because she's so friendly. She's so sweet. She's sitting here in the room. And yeah, we just all, we love her because she just has to say hello to everyone. And I think that in, hello, yeah, she yes. is. Yeah, it's the soundtrack of the podcast, yeah, pretty I much. So, yeah, uh, it's really interesting that we, we kind of all got together and, and Mayor Cannon would always wave to all of us. So just to talk about a little bit more, like, how do you guys feel about meeting people and how did you feel about sort of interacting with new people uh, when we when we moved here, whether they were moms or not? Uh, what was that path like for you? Um, I guess speaking for myself, uh, it was... A little challenging at first because I moved out here not necessarily this is the first time I've made a move for a man I'll say that because <laughs> I am the type of person like I have had my career mapped out like where I want to go where I want to be in life and you know I was doing my thing in Atlanta and then Jared is like well we're gonna be in the Bay Area so I had to like drop my family and friends and everyone there and move out here and I wasn't open initially I was just kind of like trying to maybe grieve the fact that I had to leave behind something that I truly loved. But something that I learned is like having grace with yourself, like giving yourself grace in transition. And it's okay to go through that moment of like, okay, there's this new season in life, this new chapter, and it may not be what I thought it was, you know, life isn't unfolding exactly how I thought it was gonna be. I'm moving to a city that I did not pick. And (laughs) I'm just being real, like I did not say, like I've never even thought about moving to the Bay Area. And then now I like am building community and it started off slow with me because I had to like really truly go through that process of grieving like, you know, that chapter before and like letting go of all of those things. Not to say that I've cut off all those friendships and family, but it's just more of like, you know, I'm in this new place in life and in a new city. So with that being said, I met like initially just jumped right into it 
meeting Tamara and like I said earlier, meeting you through your sister and connecting. And we went out to, I will never forget that night we met and we went out to dinner at Santana Row and we had a great time. And I instantly said, yeah, that's my girl. (laughs) I knew that we clicked from the very beginning. And then after like, you know, Jared, my husband, he's like, well, I have plenty of friends in the Bay Area. You'll be fine. And I'm like, I don't want your friends. I want my own friends. (laughs) Because it's just one of those things, right? Like, you just don't know. And Candace and I talk about this all the time. You don't know, like, if you're necessarily going to want to hang out with that person just because you're in the same mom group or same prenatal yoga class doesn't mean that that person is going to be your tribe or those people in that room are going to be you're going to connect with them and so connecting I think especially in your at this age like in your 30s and your 40s it's like it's tough because you got to find people that you really like can sync with exactly I think for me I I had a similar experience I moved to San Jose again not my first choice my husband Mark was here also in the tech or financial tech um, world, VC world, really. Um, So for me, I was pregnant. I left my career, all of my friends, my whole support network was on the East Coast. So it was very lonely for me. And being pregnant, it's not like you can say, oh yeah, let's go to the bar, let's hang out, let's make friends. So those those new avenues or those old avenues for making friends um, when you were maybe single or untethered, as in not pregnant, um, (laughs) were no longer available to you. So a lot of it is opening yourself up to the experience. So, you know, maybe you're not the most, you know, friendliest person, but, you know, when you're in this situation, I found that if I said hello or, you know, just made contact or just made a point to smile at people, um, I think that made it a little bit easier um, to then open myself up to say, hey, how are you? Or, um, and part of it is also where we are right now makes it a little easier too. We're in a big building, so you run into people from time to time. And so you don't know how often you're gonna run into them. So you wanna say hi and make sure your that effort counts for that time. And then, you know, really follow up on it. Not just say, hey, you wanna grab a coffee? Hey, you wanna grab a coffee next Tuesday? Yes. I'll be here at this time. 100%. And then you kind of leave it open, but then you have that meeting point and that place to go to. And it's, you have to be, I, I say shameless about it. I'm <laughs> and Tamara is shameless. She I am. is our mom whisperer. <laughs> I'm an extrovert and I've always been an extrovert. So it's very important to me and I know it's important to me to have a solid network of friends or just to have people to talk to on a daily basis, not just over the telephone. So moving here for me, it was it was difficult. I'm in a different situation where I actually was all for it with uh, my husband and and kind of helped make the opportunity happen through uh, another friend of ours so it was a bit more unique because I kind of made my bed and then didn't realize that I had to lie on it and <laughs> <laughs> got out here and was like wow uh, it is you know Silicon Valley is just a different type of place unless you're living in San Francisco specifically it feels very spread out so even if you do have friends already here or network here 20, 30 minutes away makes a big difference. And I think that applies to a lot of other cities, but um, proximity is, is important to actually make meetings happen, especially we, when we get to this age where, you know, it, it really is, everybody's got competing priorities, everybody works hard, so it's really difficult to get people together, regardless of whether you've known them for 20 years or known them for five years. So 
having an immediate network that is actually around you of people that you like is it's hard to do and you have to basically date people to find that especially when you move to a new place yeah and you mentioned like how san jose is set up uh we're hoping to see more progress with the city as far as the social scene but that was one thing that was really tough for me because jared especially he lived in san francisco so it was easy you could go out every night there's a concert there's you know there are great restaurants everywhere great coffee shops whatever it's at your fingertips yeah but here it's a little slower pace so pre-baby for me was like okay well what am what are we were literally trying to search on facebook groups everything all the time trying to figure out a way to be social so that was a little struggle for us too social and not have to go too far that's the other question because time is money you know and let's just give an extreme example what first when i moved here uh, the starbucks closed at 7 30 down the street yeah. which is a huge red light of like what the heck's going on yeah this yeah, place this really shuts shut down, down. <laughs> <laughs> or it, it it's better now i think we've kind of seen where we need to go it just took us a lot longer to find those places yeah um, yeah i am um, I also, I agree. I especially like the phrase dating for your friends because I am not a serial dater. Like I, I am, I'm pretty shy surprisingly and um, I uh, am not good with small talk. So the idea of having superficial friendships really didn't appeal to me. So um, meeting people who I immediately connected with was very important because I'm not, I'm just not good at it. I'm not good at being like, hey, see you in the elevator every few days. And now, we're friends friends. like (laughs) that is (laughs) not like a it's not a way that I usually grow organic friendships so I'm just so happy because my personality would not mesh in any other environment (laughs) but it worked you managed I mean you you managed a network here even still you've been here the longest I know all of us so you've, you've done your homework so Every single episode, we have a special moment for you. So this is our mom hack moment brought to you today by Candace. All right. Um, so my mom hack um, is comes out of me being a mom and having done this for 15 months. Um, one thing that I definitely learned is the importance of double diapering. Um, so you always layer a fresh diaper under your dirty one so that you can clean up any blowouts or what have you and easily um, get that out of the way. And then the second part two of that is always having extra clothes on hand. So in my diaper bag, I always have a change of top, pants, socks, bib, spit up cloth, whatever, all ready to go in a plastic bag with an extra plastic bag um, so that you know if we have a blowout, Canon is fresh and clean, and we can keep rolling with the punches. Double diapering. Double diapering. I'm, I'm going to be using this in a couple days. And I've got to write that down. They, they did talk about this, too, in our birthing class. I took a birthing class, and they kind of sh- the dads were all fumbling. It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, the dads aren't always so keen on it, but the moms get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap up for today. Tune in next time. We're really excited that you could be here and just also want to give you the tip to, if you are a new mom, if you have relocated somewhere, if uh, you know motherhood is new to you, if you're pregnant, uh, tune in for sure next time. And we have a lot of tips for you. We want to be your community and we want you to be able to reach out, out to us as well. So yeah, join us again for Mom Sync.